So good morning and good afternoon. Uh, we have a guest speaker today, Sarah Kinray from Santa Cruz. Um, I need to click on this here. From here. Yes, please. Uh, it's traditional in our tradition for people who have received the precepts to give a way speaking mind talk. And although Sarah did Jukai quite some time ago, she's a member of Twining Vine Zen Centre as well as Santa Cruz Zen Centre. So I've asked if she would share her journey of what brought her to practice. So uh, we pass it over to you, Sarah, and thank you so much. I think she's just disappeared. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See where she is. And should we? Will it just automatically go on to? It should do once she starts speaking. We just lost another person. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here's Sarah. Sarah. Okay, Sarah, if you can hear us. Over to you. So, as soon as you were speaking, my connection went out and had to uh, reconnect everything. So hopefully that doesn't happen again. <laughs> Sorry about that. Okay. Good morning to all of you. I think everyone here on Zoom is it's morning for you. For us, it's almost six o'clock. And today, um, I would have liked to, to do this talk from the Santa Cruz Zen Center, but today we did the Japanese Cultural Festival. And so everyone was busy cleaning up and, and still um, doing stuff in the Zendo. So I wanted to talk a little bit about this. This, this is a way-seeking mind talk, but I'm just going to start with, with um, what we did today. We met at the Santa Cruz Zen Center this morning for to help with the Japanese Cultural Festival. Some of it is hosted at the Zen Center, and then um, a lot of it happens in a park that's nearby. And so it was really it, what we did. We got to open the the festival, and so we went up on the stage after they introduced us, and we did this the Enmei Juku Kanangyo chant seven times, which. Um, is the one that is Kanzeyanamubutsuyo. And Patrick talked about turning to, Reverend Patrick talked about turning towards compassion. And um, it was just wonderful to be with the Sangha and to open at the Japanese Cultural Festival that way. And so then some of us went back to the Zendo to talk to people about Zen and um, show them the Zendo and they had different demonstrations. And then others of us got to make this um, treat called Taizaki where we had these waffle irons and we put the batter in the waffle iron and this bean paste and then some more batter. And then you um, cooked it and it was in the shape of a fish and we sold two for uh, $5. A lot of them got burned but um, it was really fun to do that all together, and and I and my and Lisa and I were the um, the ones collecting the money and serving and stuff. And some of the burned ones we ended up eating, so that was it was kind of fun for us too to be able to try them. So I'm just talking about this because I find that being with Sangha 
is so joyful and fun. And so it was really great doing that. And while we were doing that, there was a taiko drumming going on. And then these women dressed in these beautiful dresses, like, I don't, they're not called kimonos. It's some other kind of a dress. And then there were people from doing Aikido there and it was just wonderful. Okay. So how did I come to Zen? I think that's why I'm, I'm giving a talk today is talking about what led me to this practice. I've been practicing Zen since February of 2017. And I'm not really sure why I started doing it, but um, I know that I had read a book by Thich Nhat Hanh and it's called At Home in the World. And when you read the writings by Thich Nhat Hanh, the way that he writes is so relaxing and makes you feel relaxed and happy. And, and I just was captivated by that book and I started noticing the stillness. And so then I was working part-time at that time and I decided to walk over to the Santa Cruz Zen Center and sit during the afternoon sit just to try it out. And so we sat for 40 minutes that afternoon and I felt my mind really got settled and I was able to let go of thoughts that were bothering me. You know, when you have thoughts that sort of like attack you and you feel like you want to just be free from them, that's what was happening. And so I let those thoughts go. And I, and at that time I realized that this really works, that this practice really works. So then I started sitting at noon on a couple of days each week. So I was there one um, afternoon on a Friday and Nettie was there and she asked me if I wanted to come to the koan group. So then I started doing that and I, I found a note back from September 29th, 2017 from a koan group that we were having that day. And we were discussing um, case, the Blue Cliff Record case 11, Huang Po's Gobblers of Dregs. And in that, in my journal, I wrote, in Koan Group, there were discussions about teachers and dregs, but the thing that captured me was listening intently to Nishio, who was a, a Zen practitioner who was in, our, in the Koan class, and she described an experience that she had under the trees in a park. And I wish I could explain more of what she said, but this was five years ago, so I can't do that. But she was talking about being in a park and, and the trees and maybe some animals that she saw. And so she felt really connected to this experience that she was sharing with us. And then I noticed that I felt unified with her as she was speaking. And that's when I thought, I want to be able to pay that kind of attention to each person and to everything. So that, that was a, a good experience in Koan group. So then after a while, um, Nettie and I started meeting for individual Koan study, which is different than meeting uh, and talking about Koans in a group. In uh, individual koan study, I memorized the koan and recite it to Nettie. And then she asked me to present the koan. Uh, so sometimes it, it takes a while to figure out to how to present it. 
and it can be sort of frustrating, but you just keep sitting and just thinking about the koan and over time something happens and, and then you're like, aha, I, I understand. And so that's why I really like koans because of how they, they work on you while you're working on them. And so I definitely recommend um, trying that out if you're interested. Uh, Nettie told me to be confident when I answer. And in a koan, we feel the understanding of it. And the response comes out of that experience. So the next thing uh, that I wanted to talk about is the practice of Hokuk Musul. This is a called it's a traditional Korean martial art that I've been practicing for um, seven years. Grandmaster Jin brought Hokuk Musul over to Santa Cruz. It was over 30 years ago, and he taught uh, a lot of people. Um, Master Laird is our teacher, and he is a student of uh, Grandmaster Jin. And so last summer I gave a speech at a ceremony and some other students did as well. And I told everyone a, a Zen koan because those are so important in my life. And I wanted to share Zen koans with other people. So the koan that I told them is um, the one called the old woman. I think it's Zhaozhou, but in this book they call him Zhaozhou. The old woman Zhaozhou and uh, the tiger. It's in the book, The Hidden Lamp. And it says, one day when Master Zhaozhou Kongshen was outside the monastery, he saw an old woman hoeing a field. He asked her, what would you do if you suddenly met a fierce tiger? She replied, nothing in this world frightens me. And he and turned back to her hoeing. Zhaozhou roared like a tiger. She roared back at him. Zhaozhou said, there's still this. I think that the practice of Hokuk Musul, as well as Zen practice, helps us find the, I call it the inner roar, which is the source of fearlessness and joy. Uh, on the mat in the dojang, or in the zendo, which is also could also be called a dojo, we become one as we practice together. Doing it could be hokuk musul in the in the dojang, or sitting in the zendo, or today when we were making taizaki at the Japanese cultural festival, we were one and that in our, and unified in the activity that we were doing. And it's great because through this practice that we have together. We encourage each other and help each other to learn the forms and the ceremonies and the techniques. And we show, we learn respect for our masters and teachers and for each other. And there is a great, this is special intimacy that we share that it, for me, the intimacy that we share through our practice of Zen or through Hokut Musul, it's, it's very helpful to know that that you're going to see these people every day and practice together. Maybe, maybe not every day, maybe you skip a day and don't see them, but, but they're there and you always have each other that you have that support and encouragement. And I guess I wanted to share an example today because um, 
At the last session, I volunteered to be the Tenzo or the cook. And um, I did that because we need more people to um, learn how to do that. And so today I saw Charlie, who is usually the Tenzo, and he um, saw, he he brought this book. And I didn't even know he was going to do that. But it's called um, From the Zen Kitchen to Enlightenment. And so I thought that was so nice that he thought of, of getting that book and, and encouraging me in my Tenzo practice. And so that's what we do is we help each other and we encourage each other in our practice. Um, as, and then besides meeting with Nettie and Koan study, again, this is always, it's always about the people that we are meeting that I feel that are guiding us and helping us and encouraging us in, in Zen or in any practice. I started meeting with Reverend Kokyo Henkel for Dokusan to talk about Zen and to talk about just things that were going on in my life. When I started practicing Zen, I was also going to a church and I was quite involved in it through women's ministry and children's ministry. And so I was talking to Kokyo and, and I was curious at that time because I was trying to figure out if a Christian was allowed to practice Zen, if, you know, I didn't know. And, and also like, I had questions about the bowing, you know, is it okay to bow at the altar and all of that kind of stuff. So talk to that, to talk to Kokio about that. Then we also talked a lot about the Bodhisattva precepts, no separate self. And um, I would say a lot about experiencing this rather than just having a conceptual understanding of it. Uh, and I, I confess that um, I definitely had doubts and wasn't sure about that at first, but I wanted to experience no separate self and experience enlightenment. So Kokio is really great at memorizing quotes and sharing them. And I wanted to share this one quote that he shared it's uh, by Huang Bo, and the quote is, enlightenment is the silent bond among all beings. Isn't that nice? Enlightenment is the silent bond among all beings. Um, as for an experience, I wanted, I just thought of this, sharing this one thing that one time we were having a sashin, I think it was a three-day sashin, where I think we were, we sat from, this was before the pandemic. So at that time we were having longer sessions where we would start at six or so in the morning and then not end until nine o'clock at night. And so you would have periods of Zazen and work and Oriyoki meals and so forth. So I just remember that we were, I was there and Reverend pa Patrick was there in the Sangha and I just felt really at home and I felt I felt I knew at that time that I wanted to learn all the forms and all the ceremonies, and I wanted to practice Zen wholeheartedly. And so it took me a couple of years to sew a rakasu with the help of Reverend Jean Bush. And at the same time, I was studying the um, Bodhisattva precepts with Kokio. And then in October of 2019, I received the precepts from Kokio and Nettie in the Jukai ceremony and the Dharma name Myoshin Kinrei, 
which means Sprite Dragon Joyous Spirit. So I did want to still share it with you guys that the, also the next thing that happened is that I was still involved with that with a church. And so the, the church that we were at wanted to raise a million dollars to paint and make other improvements to the buildings. And my husband, John, and I thought that this was not the right. We just didn't agree with that. We thought, why take spend all this money on stuff like that? So, so anyway, then there was a group that left and, and started at a church next to where we live. And so we decided to switch over to there. So I started, um, started going there and then they had these membership meetings. And I think that I um, have a tendency to get involved and join groups and stuff like that. So I went to the meetings and I was really shocked because the new church wanted us to sign a paper and say that we agreed with certain principles like um, something called election, uh, marriage only between a man and a woman, that uh, God made us either male or female, and that only men can be elders or pastors. So I was really shocked about this. And I talked to the pastor about it. And then I talked to, to Nettie and to Kokio about it. And Nettie was so nice. She uh, came and met with the pastor and me, and she tried to explain Zen to him in a um, non-threatening way. And she even came to a service at one time, but um, there was no way to, he would not uh, budge on his views. So in the end, I told the pastor that we could not go to that church because we did not agree with their fixed views about those things that I mentioned. And that being said, um, we're not on unfriendly terms. Um, I haven't spoken to the pastor since then, but his wife and I correspond because my daughter, um, Tegan, sometimes babysits for their community group. And she'll just, she likes to do that because she wants to make money to buy clothes and stuff. So I, I think it's okay. So at least we're not on bad terms. Um, so after that experience, I let, I went to churches here and there, but I sort of let go of going to church on Sunday and decided I just didn't have time for that. And, and I was really in, really involved with Zen practice more and more. So a practitioner at our Sangha, Ziggy, invited me to come to a group called the Sangha Shantivanam, which is open to other faiths and religions to learning from them. And so I'm glad to sometimes join that because it's a good group to talk about different issues with and to um, also, I mean, a lot of people have gone through trauma in the different churches or places they've been. So it's sometimes we have to process that. But I do, um, I think that, that Zen is definitely my main practice now. And I fully take refuge in Buddha, Dharma, and Sangha. Um, the next thing I just wanted to say is that I've had wonderful experiences at Sashin's. And I just want to keep saying that um, because like if you go to a Sashin where you don't know anyone, after you sit with those people for a day or two and work together and eat together and just sit, 
and not really talk very much because it's all silent, you'll feel totally bonded with them like best friends, even though you haven't even spoken hardly to each other. So I just think that this practice of sitting is so sincere, this practice, and it brings people together. It's such a wonderful practice. And I just can't, um, I've just learned so much from all the people that I've met at Santa Cruz Zen Center and at Twining Vines and at, you know, different Zen, at Chikoji Zen Center. And it's just been an awesome experience. And I'm so glad to, that this path opened up and that Nettie was such a big, um, uh, how can I say, um, like she really welcomed me into the Zendo through the Koan group and has really been there through all these years that I've been practicing. And so I'm really um, very thankful for Nettie's um, teaching and for her guidance in Zen and through koans and through everything. And so I did ask Nettie um, if, if she would please teach me how to be a Zen priest, because I want to deepen my practice and share this practice with other people. And I am working towards it by, by just sitting Zazen and by doing Sashin and studying the Dharma and being with Sangha and sewing Buddha's robe. And the last thing I'll say is that I think that this practice is about being completely open-hearted. And it's so wonderful to, to do that with other people, with all beings. And so I thank all of you for your practice.